Are you ready? Hey, everybody. Hey, folks. Hello, everybody. People in the back. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the inner loop. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the inner loop. Without further ado. Without further ado. Okay, so without further ado, we're going to get started. We should get started. We're yeah. Rolling. I'm right there. We're, we're, we're going to get started. <laughs> Welcome to the Inner Loop Radio and our special quarantine inspiration series. I'm E. Ethelbert Miller, writer and literary activist. Recently, I've been inspired and motivated to work on a collection of haiku poems. I've been collaborating with my friend Ravi Ellison, a translator living in Boston who is studying to be a rabbi. Ravi is translating my haiku into Hebrew. I think my new poems are an outgrowth of loneliness and solitude, the result of the COVID-19 pandemic. The haiku form for me presented an opportunity to reconnect with nature and my surroundings, to also reflect on aging and death as I move towards turning 70. My approach to the 17 syllables and three lines of 575 of the haiku was to create a visual triptych. I've written a number of jazz haiku um, this was formed, was made popular by James Emanuel, an African-American poet who lived in Paris for many years and died in 2013. I corresponded with Emanuel and published a few of his jazz haiku in the U.S. Writing a, a jazz haiku might consist of the following. Identifying a jazz music musician or jazz composition. Asking the question, how does one turn listening into seeing. How can one bring improvisation and movement into the haiku? How can one line riff on another? Here are two of my own jazz haiku. First one is for John Coltrane. Yes, a love supreme. Coltrane places horn to lips. Beauty out of man. The second jazz haiku is for Duke Ellington and Billy Strayhorn. Gone is the lush life. Now will you take the A train? I love you madly. One book that I would recommend um, is by the novelist Richard Wright. He's the author of Haiku, This Other World. Uh, it's a book that was published in 1998 um, by RK Publishing Company. During um, Richard Wright's life, he, he wrote over 4,000 haiku. I find that keeping a notebook nearby and writing in the morning and, and turning to writing haiku is what we might call literary meditation, creating words of beauty that can calm a weary spirit and prepare one for another day. The haiku can be the joy we discover each morning. It can be our first breath. Prior to the pandemic, I had spent time turning my backyard eastward. In other words, I constructed what I call the Zen path by the side of my house. In the middle of the yard, I placed a large Buddha. He soon provided morning and evening company. Soon I had created a peaceful place. It seemed to magically attract cardinals and blue jays. I could now sit outside like I would if I was at an art colony. 
I had to decide if I should read, write, or simply practice sitting meditation. My new spiritual setting did seem to influence my reading. After sipping or digesting a newspaper, I found a hunger for books by Thomas Merton and then the Sufi Hadrat Inyat Khan. Their words spoke to my inner self, a place where I often search for words. Merton's writings unlocked the door to my memories. I was first introduced to his work in the early 60s by my older brother Richard. Richard entered a Trappist monastery in upstate New York. The idea of leaving the South Bronx to become a monk was as strange as some of the science fiction movies popular at the time. I was seven years younger than my brother and had nightmares of him being abducted by monsters who could shapeshift into monks while reciting their prayers. I couldn't believe my brother would accept vows that placed emphasis on silence. Reflecting on the decision my brother made many years ago, in many ways was comforting as I sat in my backyard waiting for the Buddha to speak to me. Solitude often needs a guide. I find one while remembering my brother. Soon I did not miss the cafes and restaurants I seemed to always be at before the pandemic. I was no longer hanging out downtown. Instead of talking to someone, I was now learning how to listen to nature. Three years ago, my friend Joanna Chen, a writer and translator living in Israel, had given me a copy of Burton's When the Trees Say Nothing. This small book became a daily companion. It encouraged me to look and listen to the trees surrounding my house. At times, they became the subject of my haiku. Maybe Chen's gift was why I contacted her to see if she might provide feedback on what I had written, and perhaps even considered them for translating into Hebrew. Joanna had previously translated some of my poems. Our long-distance friendship and collaboration was an outgrowth of my time as an Israeli, in Israel as a Fulbright scholar. After an exchange of emails, Joanna informed me that she had given my haiku to her friend Rafi Ellison. Soon, Rafi and I were having long conversations about poetry, language, and the challenge of translating haiku into Hebrew. Rafi, who lives in Boston and is studying to be a rabbi, was able to provide an intellectual blueprint to what I was creating. Recently, we've begun collaborating on a book entitled The Little Book of E. It will consist of 50 of my haiku translated into Hebrew. Ravi and I also view our collaboration as having important cultural and political significance. For many years, my activism found me working with the Jewish community building cultural bridges between blacks and Jews. As we search for that common language and bond, we are perhaps capable of laying the cornerstone for a new world house. We also, in a small way, help to bring the beloved community into existence. Poetry can open the door to a place of peace and equality between people. It already is responsible for my friendship with Rafi. It's Rafi, by the way, who loves my jazz haiku more than all the others. Here's another haiku I'm waiting for Rafi to translate. The weather is cool. See Sinatra tip his hat. Fly me to the moon. Well, that's our show. Join us every Friday for more writing tips, inspiration, and prompts. 
I'm E.S. Bert Miller for the Inner Loop Radio. <laughs>